Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. When I was on radio back in St. Louis, Missouri, every year at the New Year, there was a woman who would paint a rock for me, and it would have a phrase on it like, we'll be fine in 1999, or have more fun in 2001. And I loved those, and I've kept those. I just think, you know, when we go into something new with a new attitude, Although I understand for some of you, that's not really possible right this minute because you're going through a really hard time. But in the midst of our hard times, if we take our eyes off of our poor little pitiful self and look into and onto the future as God would have it, in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, I know the plans I have for you plans for you to prosper, not to harm you, not to fail you, but to give you good. In other words, something new. There are so many things that if I could just put them into your head the way God has put them into my head, when I'm in the midst of something really bad, I dwell on and think on these things that are in God's Word. Now, I know some of you listening are going, well, are you talking about the Bible? Who's going to sit and read the Bible? That thing is so old, I don't understand it, all the these and the thous and why this. Well, it doesn't have to be that kind of translation. There are even little children's Bibles that little kids can read. When you start growing, then you can change to another version like the New International or perhaps the New King James. And then if you want, which I really love, just go on to the old King James because I love the these and the thous. And I memorized a lot of scripture with that. I will keep thee in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me, stayed on me. That means you stay on him. I know that many times we're thinking, but in the midst of a loved one who is sick, I have several in my own Bible study group, one that has stage four cancer. I have another one whose daughter is pregnant and she's just been tested with COVID. Many times the worst thing in the world is to just tell somebody to just cheer up. Oh, be happy. It's all going to be better. Well, I have coined 2021 as 2020 wonderful, that even in the midst of whatever you're going through, the way you think about it, act upon it, feel about it, and look at it is at least more tolerable, at least a little bit softer than if you are just screaming and kicking and fighting and biting through the whole thing. This time last year, everybody was saying, 2020, oh, we're all going to have 2020 vision. This is a perfect year. This is going to be a great year. And many of us truly believed that too. And whatever your political persuasion or your religious persuasion, many were saying, this is the day that it's going to be an increase there. And we're going to have better health. We're all going to look better, think better, act better, eat better. 
Many of us thought that this time last year, not knowing what was ahead of us. We had never heard of coronavirus. We had only heard of corona beer. If you want a real good cool drink, how about drinking in the Psalms? That's right. Sing to the Lord a new song. That's in Psalm 33. There are a lot of different scriptures that talk about something new, about a new heart and a new spirit. That's also in Ezekiel. And then when you look down in 2 Corinthians, it says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Isn't that what we would really love right now is to forget about this rear view mirror and stop looking back on 2020. I'm not saying ignore some of the things that have happened and tragedies and trials you've gone through because many of you are still dealing with that. But I do know that those of us that have made it through this year, we could be encouragers. We could be those who will hold up the hands of those that need to experience something new and something good. Colossians 3 says to take off your old self with its old practices and put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Well, I know for me that seems a far stretch, but I can at least say, okay, God, if you can take that, if you can make me into something that's better and more glorious, then please, please go ahead. Because in Hebrews 10, it says we are going to look toward the one who made the sacrifice that gave us a new and living way to enter into the presence of God. You know, the people in the Old Testament, the Jewish people back then, couldn't even talk to God. Even today, many will do G with an underscore D so that they're not being sacrilegious and saying the word God. But those of us that are Christians and believers know that when Christ came, he bridged that gap between us and God the Father. And we can go straight to God through Christ. He's our advocate. He is the one that stands the ground for us, so to speak. And a good way for a child of God is to celebrate the new year by letting go of anything in the past that you can, that is stale and rotten, and don't dwell on those old memories, and don't look back and think how horrible the year was. If you had a loved one who passed away, think about how it would be right now if we could be in the arms of God. Are you ready, my friend? If this were your last day on earth, would you be able to say, yes, yes, indeed, I do believe that God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That alone is a reason to look forward to today, tomorrow, next week, next year, next month, next decade. Because if we do know that God so loved the world, that's what he did for us, then we can agree with other brothers and sisters in Christ that when he comes for us, we will not grieve for the Christian that is taken because we know where they will be, but we will grieve for those of us left behind who have that sadness, that sorrow, that empty place at the table, that 
spot in the bed, like my friend Barb, who next to her had her husband William for 50 years. My mom and dad celebrated 70 years before he passed away. My husband and I have 50 years right now, and, you know, I just, I can't even imagine. So I won't even pretend and say, oh, I know how you feel. No, I don't. But I do know one thing. God does. He watched his own son on the cross who gave his life for us, that we can have new life and have it even abundantly. So that's what I pray for you, my friend, and for myself for this year. God, please let us look forward to see the good in things, to help those who need encouragement. And we know that there is no better way to encourage than to share your word, the truth, of what you know, what you feel, and how you have your arms wrapped around that one that needs that hug today. So God, thank you for this upcoming year. We will see it as 2020 wonderful. And no matter what we go through, may we know that you are there. You promised you'd never leave us nor forsake us. And that's the best news for this year. Thank you, Lord God, for sending your son, Jesus, who died for us and who lives in us, and who gives us life abundantly and eternally. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thank you, Lord, for shining your light. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.